What is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It's another day, another time, and another week for Real Talk Monday. Yo, y'all, I am here with my girl, my sister, Miss Hannah. Hey, sis, how you doing, sis? Hi, good evening. I'm doing okay. (laughs) Yes, y'all, we got some couple of great things that are coming out. But before we get into that, we're going to play a little bit of music, go into prayer, and then from there, we're going to get into these announcements that y'all don't want to miss. So I need y'all to do something for me right now. I need y'all to share this with somebody, anybody, everybody. Let them know that We'll Talk Monday is in the building, and we are here. So tonight, I want to start it off with... uh, what a group that is a probably one of my favorite groups out right now and uh i'm gonna play a little bit of this for y'all because um you know what no hold on we're gonna go with this for tonight we're gonna start it off with this for tonight Share this with somebody and everybody. Let them know we'll talk Mondays on. this time. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you have done and all that you are continuing to do, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that even when we let you down, Heavenly Father, you have never let us down, Heavenly Father. You have always been there for us. You've always been by our side. You've always been our God. You've been everything that we needed and more, Heavenly Father. Right now, Heavenly Father, we ask us you bless this soul. Let it be what you would have it to be. Take myself, Hannah, and all of the others out of the way, Heavenly Father, and let your name get the glory, because we realize it's all about you, and it's not about us. These are my blessings, and yes, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Y'all, before we get too far deep into this show tonight, we do want to let y'all know that uh, there's been some people that have reached out to us about um, wanting to sponsor We'll talk Monday and get some of the stuff that they doing advertised. Get some of the programs that they have been advertised. Get some of their music advertised. All of that. We'll talk Monday is actually working on that right now to where y'all can um, get your stuff advertised on our show. We will be getting making a post this week to let y'all know how that uh, you can... Um, enter into that and how that uh, you can um, get your stuff sent to us and get it to where 
your stuff will be advertised on our show. We are looking forward to working with you all. And we thank y'all for working with us as hard as y'all do. We really appreciate it. Um, also, to show our appreciation to y'all, if you are on Clubhouse, we'd invite you to check us out on August the 13th at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, where we will be doing a room called Just Kick It, Just Kicking It with Will Talk Monday with DJ Minister EJ Bolden on the ones and twos, playing some of the old school music that y'all love to hear. I think he said he's going to throw some quartet in there for Hannah. Since that's Hannah's favorite type of music. That is not true. Let's be, let's be honest on my name. <laughs> we're going we're gonna <laughs> to throw that in there for her. I mean, she requested it. So, I mean, I got to honor my co-host request. And um, also, y'all, we also going to have my girl, my sister, Miss Lynn White, as which is a radio announcer well-known radio announcer. We're going to have her on there advertising and I have her on there MCing throughout the night. So y'all definitely don't want to miss that. We also going to be doing a couple of little giveaways. So y'all check us out. Y'all stay tuned to check us out. That won't be the last time that we do it. We will be doing it again. But like I said, y'all definitely check us out. And like I said, we got to have a little bit of everything on there, y'all. So y'all don't want to miss it. Like I said, for Hannah, because it's her favorite type, we're going to have a little quartet in there. And then we're going to, you know, you know, I I got to honor my co-host for Chris. So at this point, I'm going to turn it over to my co-host, my lovely co-host, and let her do her thing as far as um, the uh, root specs for the day and introducing our main topic to y'all. So tonight we're going to discuss the history of a town called Oscarville. Um, I ran across this a couple of times on social media, but I had to do a little bit of research and I think it would be great to share, especially since I am now a resident of the Atlanta area. So first thing first, um, 42 miles north of Atlanta, beneath a lake lies the truth of a small village called Oscarville, Georgia. It was a thriving village that was predominantly black owned. This was 108 years ago um, with 1,098 black families. There are two events that occurred which made this town disappear. There was a rape and a beating of a lady named May Crow on September 8th, 1912. And an angry mob was formed and they began tormenting the black residents of the Forsyth County, Georgia which was Oscarville. They did beating so brutal to her that her eye was dislodged from her skull and she passed away on the 23rd. The angry mob got so upset that they began burning black owned churches, houses and businesses. The local paper said that she was beating and died from her injuries. Then they took the two men who committed the crime well, accused of the death because things were different back then. And they were on trial in one day and they hung them. Then when this happened, they said there was 5,000 spectators watching these two young men be hung. After that, another crime occurred. Even though with that crime though, which is kind of a little, it's interesting. 
they're saying that the grandniece of May Crow thought that her assailants were completely innocent based on her grandmother's account of the incident. Then there was another incident that happened as well. But what is so, to me, like just, I never knew, this is all where Lake Lanier is. So Lake Lanier is a man-made lake that a lot of people go to and a lot of things happen there. And if you Googled it, you would see it's always something. And this happened there. This lake was created um, by the Buford Dam. The Buford Dam was, they created Lake Lanier out of the Buford Dam to make sure there was enough electricity for Atlanta. And this was back in 1956. So that is what is underneath Lake Lanier. And it's just, Amazing. The other crime, just to share all the history and be authentic, was Ellen Grice. It happened two weeks prior, and she was raped by a black man. And an angry militant hung him outside with any due process, investigations, or a proper trial. So that was three black men that were hung. And then after that, the mob came through and they hunted 1,098 African Americans out of their homes, their businesses, their barns, and their churches in Oscarville, and then turned around and drowned it. And that is our roots fact for today. Wow. I'm going to be real. Like, I didn't know all of this information until, like, you just gave it to us. I had no idea that all of this even went on. Like, until... It's crazy how you don't know a lot of your history until you really look it up yourself. Because in all honesty, like we say all the time, some of this stuff that we go through in history, they're not going to teach us in school. That is why conversations like this, like Will Talk Monday, the stuff that Will Talk Monday is presenting is important because you're not going to get this anywhere else a lot of times unless you look it up for yourself. So I want to commend my sister once again for coming up with this idea because it's definitely needed. Yeah, and I feel like history is just important because A, knowledge is power. Um, right. And we just at a point where we got to know things so that we can have different perspectives on things, I believe. But it also gives you the opportunity, like you said, to learn something from the past. And then it just gives you another perspective on things. I agree. I agree. Like, And another thing that we got to be careful of is if we don't know our history, we are doomed to repeat it. So if we don't pay attention to what's going on in our history, then guess what? You asking to repeat history all over again. Oh. So, so y'all, man, that was a dope topic on tonight. And now we about to jump into this discussion. And y'all, I need y'all to tag some people in here. I see Miss Shay is already on it. She is on it, tagging anybody and everybody. Yo, we appreciate her for this. We really do. Like, we appreciate her so much for rocking with us the way that she does. She doesn't have to do it, but she does it because she believes in what we are doing. So I appreciate it. Um, so I speak for Hannah as well. 
when I say we definitely appreciate you say, God bless you and heaven continue to smile upon you. Now at this time, y'all, let's jump into this main topic. Sis, I'm gonna let you jump into this because woo, this is a good one. Go on ahead. So my topic today, well, our topic, but we take turns researching them. So that's why I said that. Let me put it out. We take turns researching, which really makes us an awesome team. Yes. So we debated on this one, and I just feel like we should tap in on this. Um, and it's like um, some people say, why am I in a funk? Or you could say, why am I in a bad mood, um, uneasy? You can call it, That's what our topic is today. Man. So what you got to say about that, Mr. James? Man, <laughs> sometimes we can find ourselves in a funk or in a bad mood, whatever you call it, because of the people that you surround yourself with. If, if you are surrounding yourself with people who are constantly negative, guess what? You're going to have a negative outlook on everything else you do. You become who you are, who you surround yourself with, you know. My mom used to, my parents used to tell me all the time, you become who you associate with. And I'm like, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all really don't. But then when I look at where some of my friends are that I ran with in high school and where I'm at today, if I would have stuck around them, then my life would have went in a totally different direction. So... Once again, your attitudes can, the, the way that you feel, like if you're in a bad mood or you not really feeling the day, check your surroundings. Check the people that you surround yourself with. Because if you're surrounding yourself with negativity, then yes, it's going to drain you. That's my take on it. Sis, how do you feel? And hey, Brittany, how are you doing? Um, I feel like, with me personally, if I'm in a bad mood or a funk, um, it can come from uh, going too hard and a lack of sleep. Um, so that's important to me. Thanks. If I'm hungry, I can be in a bad mood. As my boyfriend tells me all the time, that's a really bad combination. I turn into like a little Tasmanian devil. Um, Amen. Amen. <laughs> honestly, I'm a little tired right now. I'm running about four and a half hours. Yes. But um, Yo, but far. that shows y'all how dedicated she is. She running out four hours of sleep, <laughs> but she here tonight. So we appreciate that for real. So this is how my... dedicated we are to y'all. <laughs> we take this serious. Right. <laughs> so the bad mood, it can be just you could be overwhelmed. You can be stressed out. You could be, it can be just life. Like life is a lot. So all of those things can cause you to feel like you're in a funk or like, you know, your world is coming to an end, like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It can put you in the why me scenario. All of those things can cause it. Um, you know, it is definitely your surroundings. You have to be careful with the energy and what you take in. Um, but definitely those things are key to to why I personally, how I get in a bad mood funk. The one thing that I have decided that I wanted to not let put me in a funk, and I, I challenge you as well, I don't let a person put me in a funk anymore. So when I say that, I mean, um, I'm going to be a little direct. Mm. I don't let uh, a manager put me in a funk. Mm. I don't let 
Um, a co-parent put me in a funk. Mm, come on. A family member put me in a funk. Ooh, I chose that those people were not going to have that power over my life anymore. That's something I, le- I learned during the COVID. Like, we're just not going to do that anymore. People falling out. You know, I'm talking to you, then you're in the hospital, and you're gone. So that made me change my perspective on life, and I decided that I wasn't going to let anyone else like that put me in a funk anymore. That's real. That is definitely real. And I like that. I like that. I've been like that, too. I'm not giving somebody that much power over my life anymore. I refuse to because, let's be real, if you ain't paying my bills, if you ain't doing nothing for me, then why am I giving you that much power? So even if you're paying the bills, I'm not going to let you control my life. Like, you shouldn't be with someone or in a situation because of that. Like, you know, that doesn't give someone an upper hand to say, you do what I say when I say I control your complete mood. That, mm-hmm. it, I just, I'm not there in my life. Um, so I can't, I don't, I don't agree with that anymore. In my younger days, I thought that, but as I'm a little older now, a little more seasoned, no, we're not doing that. Y'all heard a little more seasoned. Cause you <laughs> don't know, be a hater, you know, James. You're not that much younger than me. Keep, let's, let's stay on topic. See, oh, huh. see. Mm. So the next question is, how can sister. you tell you are in a funk? Um, oh, you can tell you're in a funk or a bad mood. Uh, my mom uses funk all the time, so I just went with that. <laughs> you're being quiet. Um, if you have a lack of motivation, if you're moody, upset, or angry, you're sleeping a lot. Um, if you're having really negative thoughts to the point that you're talking about, you know, death or harming yourself or someone else those are all signs of you know being in a funk if you're self-loathing those that is also another sign what are some signs to you or anything you want to add to that Uh, man you hit a lot of them like some of them are like definitely like lack of motivation like you not really motivated you're not really wanting to do it it's like you're doing it because you got to do it, but it's not because you want to do it. Like you're doing it because of the obligation. Like you feel like I'm obligated to do this. And yep. And that can be true because we are obligated to provide for our family. So, facts. you know, you can that could put you in a, a, a bad work environment that can cause you some funks, depending on how extreme it gets. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, if you ain't careful, like, uh, you can be like, man, why am I doing this? Why am I dealing with this? Like, I shouldn't have to deal with this. Like, there's some people that when they go into work, they already miserable. And they ain't happy until they get off from work. My thing is, I'm kind of along that same mindset that my sister is on. I'm not letting no boss. I'm not letting nobody put me in that type of mood. Like, I'm going to sit here and one thing I always try to do is I remember my why. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? It ain't to make you happy. It ain't to make you money. It is because I got to do this to provide for my family. So I'm going to come in here, take what you trying to give me for a while, but after a while, I'm out of here. Like, I don't have to deal with this for long. You utilize your job as a tool. Yes. Right. Like, 
I will tell y'all firsthand, a lot of my best ideas for Reverend JC3 Ministries, for some of the stuff that we are doing right now, have came while I have been on the clock. Like, it's crazy how God will use you, like, while you're on the clock. Like, you're like, I ain't even think about it. Like, and then it's like your mind is begin wondering, like, okay, how can I make this happen? So some of my best ideas here lately have came while I have been on the clock. So Okay. Um so the next thing when you're in a funk, you know, just know that like being uncomfortable leads to growth. So if you're uncomfortable, which can put you in the bad mood in the funk, that's usually where it, it roots the start of it. It can lead to growth. There might be something that you need to or you can do. I'm not saying anything, something that you can do to get out of that and make the situation better for the future. Exactly. I totally agree with that. I totally 1000% agree with that. Like um, you can be in like a bad mood and be like, like, how can I get out of this? What do I need to do to get out of this? And then you're like, oh, okay. It's like God will give you something to help you get mm -hmm. out of it. And another thing, another way to tell if you are in a bad mood is if you are talking about death constantly. Like if you are in a funk and like you are talking about death constantly, that's a way to tell like, okay, I'm in a funk. I need to get out of this. I need to start praying at this point because I need to get out of this situation ASAP. Yep, and when you pray, you need to praise, repent, ask, and yield. That's it. That is it. Praise, repent, ask, and yield. That is it. Because, like, you got to. You got to. Like, you got to praise, repent, ask, and yield. Because God will deliver, and he will deliver you on time. Like, I promise y'all he will. I'm not telling y'all what I've heard. I'm telling y'all what I know. <laughs> It's like, it definitely and, works. Yes, it does. It does. I, I can personally um, testify to that as well. You can live in the moment. When we say that, we mean like, you know, don't regret events in the past, in, the, in your past, and don't fixate yourself on that. That's not going to help you. That's going to make it worse. That's going to make you stink like the Titanic. So what you need to do in that type of situation, if possible, um, you know, give your full attention to your present moment. Don't think about what's got you down. Think about your present moment and just move forward from that. Don't start worrying about the things like don't stress yourself out about, let's say it's work. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you, you hate your job is miserable. It's killing you. It's sucking the life out of you. You can't wake up in the morning and when you get ready to get out of the bed, the first thing that hits your mind is, oh, my gosh, I got to go in here. I got to deal with these people. <laughs> I got to walk Man. five miles to get in the building. I got to I got to remember what my bag is. Um, I got to make my lunch. I got and then, then when I get in there, I got to see her. You know, we had those words. You can't you can't think like that before you get out of the bed because that's going to ruin up. That's going to set your tone and your mood for your entire day. 
So when you wake up, like I personally like to wake up and I try to do me a little stretches. I'm not no yoga star, but I try to just get on my mat, put me a little music on, do a couple stretches and read a little bit. 15 minutes, nothing major. And now that I'm commuting again and going into the office and doing something totally new, I had to switch it up. Like I had to I had to get back to getting up early. That's good. I get up early and um I find something that I enjoy is I like to cook. So it might sound a little odd, but I get up and I try to cook at five o'clock in the morning. Five. Because I'm not gonna have time by the time I get back home because our traffic is serious. So I go oh, ahead yeah. and my meal. Atlanta's traffic is serious. It yeah. is. And then that way when I come home, we're still eating good. And my daughter already has food. So my mom's here, whoever's here keeping her, they don't have to I don't worry about them feeding her the wrong thing. Right. And it makes me feel good because I'm making a sacrifice to provide. I'm utilizing that tool. Right. But it's changing our life. So by me making that meal, and I'm not doing it every day, we're talking about every other day. It's just right. us. You know, <laughs> that makes you feel better. That's making that's focusing, that's living in the moment, that's making the best of the situation at hand. Not focusing on okay, I'm about to drive an hour or 30 minutes. No, who knows? You know, so that's how you overcome that's how I personally overcome that barrier. And then it's still better than what I had before in more mm. ways than I could ever imagine. Mm. Mm. So, so what you do is you look at the plus instead of the negative. You look at all the positives that you're getting instead of the negative. Yes, because some people will say, and some people have said, oh, that commute, I couldn't do that. I said, yeah, I couldn't do what I was doing either too much longer. The choice is yours. Mm. And then I probably won't be talking to those people if they continue with that type of energy because, like James said, you got to protect your energy. I agree. I agree. Like you have to, you have mm-hmm. to protect your energy. Uh, I kind of, <laughs> man, I, R. Kelly said something one time that is very powerful. It's time for me to evaluate the type of people that I let up in my space. And you really got to do it. You got to start evaluating the people that are coming up in your space. Who are you letting up in your space? Who are you letting up in there to control your energy? Who are you letting up in here to control your time? Who are you letting up in here to deal with you? So it's like, you got to evaluate that. Like, are they adding to your life or are they making, causing more stress and causing you to be more uneasy? Okay. What are the people that are around you doing? And another thing that we got to do is live in the moment. Regretting events never solves anything. You know, we always talk about what if. What if I would have done this? What if I would have done that? Stop looking back. Go full steam ahead. You cannot change your past. All you can do is make a better future. So live in the moment. Make sure that you are servicing the moment that you have because sometimes you can miss your blessing by looking backwards. Okay. Another thing you can do is focus on what you are doing. Um, Being in a funk or if you want to call it depression, it causes you to be absorbed in your own thoughts. To counter this, go about your daily routine, focus your thoughts on the outside world. 
like by focusing on the outside world right. with the tension instead of just focusing on your own thoughts. Right. So like if you're washing a dish, feel the water on your hands and listen to the water and then the dish towel rubbing the plate instead of thinking about what's on your own thoughts that are not helping you. Right. I like that idea. I love that. I love that. I definitely love that. Uh, another one is maintain relationships. <laughs> when people are depressed, they often become isolated and shut out. Isolated and shut off from their friends and families. So like maintain those relationships, maintain those relationships with the people that are really good for you. Maintain those relationships, make sure that, um, you maintain those relationships with the people that you need to keep those relationships with. So maintain those relationships at all times. That would be my next thing God would challenge us to do. And another thing that James says, and he said in a couple other podcasts, but um, is savor small successes. So, you know, any victory is a victory. Victories cannot be measured by the size. Stop judging yourself so hard. Stop being hard on yourself. If you got to work on time, kudos. Yes. If you remembered your lunch, kudos. Kudos. If you made it to the bus stop on time, kudos. Exactly. Exactly. If you applied for that job and you updated that resume, kudos. If you got exactly. to Sunday school, kudos. Kudos. You made it to church, you were five minutes late, kudos. Kudos. You at least made it. Right. So just enjoy and think about all the things that you achieve every day instead of focusing on the bad things. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like we got to celebrate those small successes. We wait till the big stuff to start celebrating. No, mm -mm. no, y'all. You got to celebrate it at the very beginning. Like when it first gets started, start celebrating. Because if you wait for the big step, then you miss those little miracles that you've already achieved. And by building yourself up along the way with the little wins, you create personal value within yourself. You increase your confidence. You have higher self-esteem. So therefore, you're feeling better about yourself. Your mind is in a better state. Your body will be in a better state. And you will be in a better state. I agree 1000%. I agree 1000%. I definitely agree with that. Like we will be in a better state once we get all that done. Like once we get to that point to where nothing else matters to us and like that we are number one, where our happiness matters, where our peace matters, where our joy matters then we can really start getting to that point to where we need to be. That's when we can get out of that funk. We got to stop being people pleasers too. Stop living your life for everybody else. Live your life for you. Make those decisions that you need to make for you. If it makes you happy, then do it. As long as God is pleased with it, do it. And last but not least is delegate. So this right here, God saved my life by teaching me this. Ooh, me too. Me too. <laughs> so delegate, like having too much to do. 
sometimes you can be overwhelming. Not sometimes, it's all the times overwhelming. Okay, <laughs> it's all the times overwhelming. You're not thinking straight, your mood is off, you're irritable, you fussy, you you Thanks. know what it is. It's like Thanks. on edge all the time, every day, Thanks. all day. So when possible, like ask your coworkers for help if you can in your job. Ask your family members to help you. If you're taking care of a loved one, can you do this? Can you do that? Communicate, have meetings, put it on a whiteboard. Come, Come up with a plan together to make it work for you. Because if you have too much going on, you're going to be overwhelmed and you're never going to move forward. I feel like personally in my life now I'm moving forward because God saved me and he taught me this delegating. This delegating, whew, I love it. Man, I do too. I do too. Like it has saved me. It has saved me on so many occasions with everything that I do in my ministry. Like it has saved me. And to my brother, Bishop T.D. Torrance, God bless you, bro. We ain't being grand, bro. We see you in here. God bless you, bro. Yo, we thank you for tuning in tonight, bro. And uh, it has helped me in so many ways. Like I used to, you, you already know, Hannah. I used to act like I was Superman. I tried to carry a big old cape around my neck, around my back, act like I could handle it all on my own. And then what would happen? I would be aggravated. I would be angry. I'd be frustrated. And I'd be in like a funk for a couple of weeks. Because like, I'm like, I can't do all this. Because I would forget one certain thing. And then I would get down on myself. But in all honesty, what happened was... I wasn't meant to handle all of this on my own. What God showed me was, and I pray that it doesn't take this for the rest of y'all. God had to knock me down with COVID-19 for me to realize that I have people around me that are just as capable of doing some of that stuff that I was trying to do on my own. That things would still go on if I wasn't around. So what I did was, after I realized they could handle it, guess what? Yo, even though I'm better, y'all still handling this. I ain't doing it. Y'all got it. That's on y'all now. That's one less thing I got to worry about. Thank y'all. And it's like, then I was able to get sleep. I was able to get some rest. Where Hannah knows, there was some nights I wasn't going to bed till like 2, 3.30 in the morning. Because I'm trying to handle everything on my own. And it got to that point to where I had to literally ask for help. Mm-hmm. And asking for help doesn't make you weak. It makes you smart. Correct. <laughs> it makes you smart because you realizing, yo, I can't do this on my own. I need your help. Lord, I can't do this on my own. Like, send some help for me, Jesus. And what does he do? He always sends you the help that you need. And it may not be when you want it. But it's always going to be right in the nick of time. And also on that delegating, like if there's something you can do for someone and you can do it and it takes a lot less time. Like, you know, you might have a family member or or a coworker that struggles with something on the computer that takes you two minutes. Mm -hmm. Help them, like, especially with claims. Like, we got to help our elders or older people, your mom. It don't matter. Like, don't send them to file a claim online, have them get frustrated, and then call customer service acting up. Stop doing it. Like, take the time <laughs> to help them. 
Cause I know I be saving my mama because I know she'll act up real quick. So I do a lot of like the little claims and stuff. I don't like her to put that time on there because she get frustrated. And even my last role, they would get frustrated and then they're going off on people. And you like, what? And so if it's something you can do for anyone and you know they might not be computer savvy and you know mm-hmm. that you can do it in 15 minutes, just help them out. Save everybody that has to come in contact with this situation. Because that's delegating. They're not really going to ask you because they know we're living our lives and we're doing everything. But just help them out with that, for real. Don't have them still calling to file no claim on their appliance. Put that stuff online for them. And then then they cussing out the people. that. Then they trying to fax the documents. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. Do it online. Put them on your phone. Go to their house. Take that time out. And save the whole world in that whole situation. Yes. That's a Be form that of delegation because Be you have Superman. the knowledge to do it and you need to help. <laughs> Facts. You definitely need to. So I love that. That is definitely true. That's one thing I do not miss with working in a call center dealing with appliances. <laughs> Them phone calls, baby. <laughs> All right. But y'all, definitely, this is a great discussion tonight. We have been enjoying it. We pray that y'all did. We pray that y'all enjoyed it as well. We pray that something was said or done that helped y'all. And that um, something was a help to you all. I'm texting the girl that does our um, affirmations. She should be on her way back in. Okay, she's back. Um, as I always say, before we bring her on, um, first off, I want to announce that y'all can also catch this show now on We Play on Instagram. We will be on Instagram from now on with the after for the We Play of the show on the Will Talk Monday Instagram page. So y'all definitely check us out on there. And um, we will also be on podcast as well. So y'all check us out. We are excited. We are extremely ecstatic about everything that is going on. And uh, we thank God for all these doors that he is opening for us. And we have, after the show, we meet up on Clubhouse and have a discussion. So don't miss out. It's directly after the show. Yes, uh, yes, we have a great discussion. Last week we had a great one, and I just know after this discussion tonight, we're gonna have another good one. Uh, you can meet my boy, brother EJ, Minister EJ Bowden, my girl over here, Miss Tatiana. You can meet her over there, you can meet Hannah over there. Uh, so y'all definitely stay tuned, we will be over there. So y'all. Get ready to meet us over there at the Webin JAZ3 Ministries Clubhouse page. I'm actually texting my boy EJ right now to let him know to go on and get everything started up over there. And y'all, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. But right now, before we go to Clubhouse, we do have Miss Tatiana on here with us, which did an amazing job last week with the affirmations on last week and we appreciate her for that and we just know that she's gonna kill it again tonight so sis it's on you tatiana go on ahead thank y'all sorry y'all i was having some technical difficulties over here um but can y'all hear me 
Yeah, we you good. You good. Right, cool. So, um, I hope everyone enjoyed the dialogue. Um, definitely meet us back over at Clubhouse for the after show. Um, but as of now, we know it's Mondays. Um, so let's just get into our affirmations. So to all the women, to all the women who are listening, who are watching, just remember that you are beautiful. You are wanted. You are loved. Um, you deserve all that you desire. You're a queen. And like I keep telling you guys, even if your crown you know, starts to tilt a little bit, just push it back on top of your head and keep it pushing. And to all the men, if no one has told you, you are loved, you are viewed. We hear you, we see you, you are wanted. You also deserve all that you desire. And when your crown starts to tilt, just push that thing back on top of your head as well. Remember that it is Monday, so make sure you guys set goals for yourself. Um, let's try to achieve our goals. And we are going to achieve our goals for this week. Um, even if tomorrow comes and you see that you haven't achieved you know, your goals from what you've listed today, just know that you still have those seven days. Don't get discouraged. Don't feel down. Don't feel as though you can't do it. You have people on your corner. You have people that's supporting you. So continue to press, continue to push. And let's just have a great week, y'all. Yo, yo, Tatiana, thank you. We appreciate you. Yo, y'all, as I always say, before I turn it over to Hannah, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning Sometimes if we look at his bag, God is only turning it around for our good. Hannah, you got anything you want to leave him with this week? Have a wonderful week. Yo, y'all, see y'all on Clubhouse. My boy Eze already got it started up. Peace. Bye.